Greetings, everyone. You're tuned in to another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Rayshard Pinkney. I want you to get close and get your Bibles and follow me in the scripture. And let's have a conversation that matters. The question is, do you know Jesus? You know, because it seems like the more I search, the more I seek him, the more I realize that I don't know him the way I thought I knew him. I remember in um, 2006, I was like, man, I know Jesus, you know? And then that was like, you know, so many years ago, I mean, and, you know, I'm thinking like, I don't, I don't really know him. Like, I thought I knew him, you know? And it's, and it's just kind of like, almost like with just knowledge in general, the more knowledge you seek, the more you realize you don't know that much. When it comes down to God, it's enough that we don't know about God to make a whole nother world. For everything that we think we know about God, there's even more that we don't know to create a whole new planet. So no, I definitely don't know everything about God. I'm growing every day. Every day I'm trusting him more. Every day I'm striving to believe him more. God is the only one that knows all things. He's the only one that is omnipotent. He's the only one that is all-knowing. So whenever God reveals unto us something, we thank him, we glorify him, but you must keep that in the perspective that he can hide it from you also. For the word tells us he hid it from the wise and the prudent and revealed it unto babes. But everybody have to come to God and know that God is deeper. Huh? Scriptures say he is higher than heaven. He's broader than the sea and he's longer than the earth. Huh? Deeper than hell. Scriptures say that yeah, he searches all things. He say the spirit, the spirit searches all things, yea, even the deep things of God. Nobody can come to God as if you know everything. That's why I think about sometimes that uh, the two that went up to pray. One came and he said, I paid my tithes twice a week. I done this. He was going according to what he knew about God. Just like the rich young ruler. He said, I kept all these commandments from my youth up. Each time Jesus was able to find somebody else more qualified. So when you're dealing with God, you can never come to God as if you got it made. You can never come to God as if you already know. Now, I can do that with you, but when it comes to God, I have to be honest. And I have to know that God can reveal to things to me and he can also keep things from me. The scriptures say the secret things belongeth to the Lord and he revealeth them unto his servant. So we can only speak the things that he revealed to us. We can only speak the things that he shows us. And that's why faith is so important because faith is the substance of things hoped for and it's the evidence of things not seen. He that cometh to God must believe. 
God don't want people to know because when you just know, that's all you do. You don't produce nothing. You just know. But faith is the thing that gets you to moving. And you can't please God without faith. Faith is the being able to operate without knowing all that will happen. That's how God wants his people to move. He wants his people to take him at his word. He told Abraham, go to a place where I'll show you. Abraham moved with fear. Huh? It's not that he moved in a hurry to get to the place that God was going to show him. It's because he feared God when God even spoke to him. And so that's how we must be. I don't care when you thought you were saved. I don't care when God did save you. There's always levels in God that you must grow to. There's a level in God that you have not yet obtained. And you have to stay seeking him as if you have not yet obtained him. Huh? Now, you know, I'm an advocate for the apostles. Uh, I want to read to you the Apostle Paul speaking of his attainment in Christ. Uh, we know that Paul saw Jesus Christ, the resurrected Christ. Paul saw him. Uh, somebody said, Paul is him. You can't be an apostle except you saw him. Paul saw the resurrected Christ and Christ dealt with Paul. But yet Paul says this in Philippians. Let's go to Philippians 3 and 10. Paul says in first, I'm sorry, in Philippians 3 and 10, Paul says, I want to know Christ. And Paul say that I may know him. He's talking about Christ. Not having mine own, I'm sorry, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means, if, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained. Now this is the Apostle Paul. Let me finish reading. Not as though I had already attained either were already perfect, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Paul is saying he is an apostle. He had an experience with God. He is saved. He's saving others. But yet he says, not as though I had already attained Either am I already perfect. This is why I don't believe you can get to a plateau in God and just sit there. You always got to be striving. The reason you got to always be striving is because your fleshly nature is always battling against your spiritual nature. And the purpose of it is so that it can defeat your faith. Take you back from where God have you. God have you believing. God have you trusting in the invisible, in the, in the things that you can't see. The job of your flesh is to put up enough odds against you, to set up enough things against you that you will stop believing within God. And see, this is what Paul is saying. He said, I ain't already attained. 
But he's already an apostle. He's already had an eyewitness of Jesus Christ's resurrection. He's already been spoken to by the Almighty. He's already been given an assignment by the Almighty of who he must lead and who he must preach to. But he's still saying, I have not already attained. This is why a lot of ministries are stagnated. This is why a lot of ministries are stuck and struggling because the preachers, they stop studying. The preachers have stopped reading. They have stopped seeking God for more knowledge. Sometimes this is why your flesh gets so out of hand because you stop praying. You stop fasting. You stop, um, you know, afflicting your flesh. You allow your flesh to do whatsoever it wants. If it want to eat, you let it eat. If it want to get out of control, you let it get out of control. This is why you got to always come before God as if he has more to give you because he do. Huh? You have to see it as if God is giving you a little bit by a little bit. Matter of fact, the scriptures say here a little and there a little precept among precept line upon line. He don't show it to you all at once. Huh? If you take Peter, for instance, he told Peter upon this rock, he said, I will build my church. He said, Peter, he said, who do men say that I am? Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of a living God. He said, uh, he said, flesh and blood have not revealed this unto you. He said, but my father, which is in heaven. Peter had an experience with God that even Jesus himself confirmed. He said, my father revealed that to you. But in the same breath, in the same scripture reading of that book, Peter was called Satan. So at one point he was called son of Jonah, blessed art thou Simon by Jonah. But then further down in that same scripture, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. That lets you know you can't get to a place where you can just stop. You always got to be pressing. And Paul is saying, not as though I had already attained. This thing, this journey, this faith-based trip that we're on is until death. Huh? You got to stay prepared. You got to stay uh, focused until you're in. Because flesh can trick any of us at any point in time. Huh? The minute you come out of the spirit, the minute you get away from the presence of God, Satan is right there to deceive you if you're not careful. The scriptures say he would fool the very elect if it were possible. And that's why God say he got to shorten the days because some people have been with the Lord so long. They have been uh, they got so many testimonies and experience with the Lord that they don't feel like they need any more. Man, you need more and more of God because Satan is battling every day. Huh? So this is an apostle here that's talking, saying he haven't attained everything. He's not already at the place where God want him to be. You can read about Paul's struggles. Paul talked about how he went before the Lord thrice, three times, about the issue that was in his flesh. God did not remove the issue from Paul. He said, my grace is sufficient. That let Paul know he got he got to deal with that thing. He got to go, he got to go on with that. 
A lot of people want God to move things from them before they work for God. God wants you to work while you got that thing ailing you. He wants you to work while that thing is trying to condemn you. Huh? That's where he get the glory out of your life. When you feel unworthy, when you know you're not ready. That's when God get the glory from your life. That's when God get what you have. When he can get some glory from you. If God can get glory from your life, he can use you. But as long as you get the glory, he can't use you. So let God get the glory out of your life. So yes, God can elevate you. God can ordain you. He can appoint you. He can even send you. But you have to continue to see it as he's just revealing a portion of your assignment. He didn't he don't give it all to you at once. That's what keep you coming back to him. Uh, that's what messed the prodigal son up. The father gave him his entire living. What did he do with it? He wasted it. Uh -huh. But when that son went out there and wasted it, he came back to the kingdom. When he came back to the kingdom, he was able to receive more. So that's what many of us got to do. We got to come to God to know him more. Paul say, I got to know him in the power of his resurrection uh, and the fellowship of his sufferings. As you go through your life, and Paul was speaking of how he had been through many different struggles. Paul had been whipped. Paul had been in prisons. Paul had been thrown out of places. But these things allow Paul to know God and know Christ more because Christ went through the exact same things. So Paul was able to know Christ more by what he had experienced. The struggles that he had to face allowed him to know more about what Christ had to face. Trying to convert a, 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 a visible world to see spiritual things. So we all should be seeking God on a higher level. When you attain one thing, there's more. The scripture said there's higher heights and there's deeper depths in Christ. Huh? Verse 12 say, <clears throat> verse 12 say, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. He said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press, verse 14, I press toward the mark for the prize of a high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. This is what we got to be striving for. Nobody should come to God um, with the mindset that they already have. Nobody should come to God with the mindset that they already know. You should come to God expecting to be a receiver. He is the giver. We are the receivers. Huh? I'm going to show you a scripture that I like the way it's written. Uh, let's go to Revelations, uh, Revelations 3 and 16. Scriptures say, um, So then, because thou art lukewarm, 
Go up to verse 15. I like 15. Let's, let's. Verse 15 say, I know thy works. Revelation 3 and 15. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would they were cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. He said, because thou art neither cold nor hot, meaning that you are lukewarm, you're wishy-washy, huh? double-minded. One minute you're with the Lord, another minute you're, you're somewhere else. One minute you're in faith and another minute you're in doubt. And doubt and fear, you can't move the way God needs you to move. He said, I will spew thee out of my mouth. What that means is you won't be able to hear God's word any longer. This is why when people lose their faith, when they lose their confidence in God, they no longer want to hear about it. Backsliders, atheists, unbelievers, they no longer want to hear because they've been spewed out of God's mouth. God's mouth no longer speaks to them. And so this is why they don't want to hear anything about God. They've been spewed out because they've been wishy-washy. Belief is a choice. You have to go with a choice. And God is wanting you to go with him based on your belief. Man, if God was controlling us, God would make us believe. If God was controlling us, he would make us worship him. But he give man a choice. Huh? He give man a choice to know him. He give man a choice to reject him. He give man a choice to accept him. Huh? He said, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, he said, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Listen to verse 17. He said, because thou sayest, I am rich and increase with goods and have need of nothing and knoweth not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Huh? I counsel thee to buy me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with eye slab that thou may have seen. That's how you got to deal with God. Huh? This place was obviously a place that was dealing with God on a term basis. When they needed something, they believed that he was able to do it. When they needed something, they believed that he was able to give it to them. Which is how many of us is. When we think we can handle it, we don't pray as much. When we think we can do it, we don't come to, to God uh, as much. But he said, because you say that you're rich, because you say that you got no need for nothing. He said, that is why you won't receive anything from me. He said, but when you get to the place where you realize that you need me. Huh? That's why he said, he said, I stand at the door and knock. He said, if you open up, he said, I and my father will come in and sup with you. The reason he got to knock is because he's not inside. And also, you have to let him in. But if you think you don't need him, then you won't, you won't open up to him. So, yes, 
You learn God as you go through your life. You learn God as you go through your struggle. Not scripture. We're not talking about scripture. We're talking about knowing God and what he's able to do. This is how you be able to testify to people. That woman, that woman that went through the city, the woman that went through the city, she was telling people, come see a man that told me all that I had ever done. The scriptures say that people came to see Jesus based on her testimony, but they didn't want to go off her testimony anymore. They wanted to experience it for themselves. And that's how it got to become. Sometimes you can hear somebody testify about what God did in their life and you know you need God to do something in your life. Well, then you will start to strive and seek God in a manner where he can reveal himself at a higher level. But if you always at a low level, then that's where you always see God at. You always see God at a low level because that's where you are. You always at a low level. But I want to have a testimony like Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the law and he was high and lifted up and his train filled the temple and the doorpost moved at his voice. Good God Almighty, the seraphine angels was flying around and the live coal, he put it in my mouth. Good God Almighty. But if you don't experience God in a different level, then you continue to just experience him right there at the surface. A lot of us are still at the surface of believing God. A lot of us are still at the surface of trusting God. But it's time to grow to a higher level. It's time to go beyond where you are. A lot of times people ask me, why are you always just teaching about doctrine? Why are you always just teaching about baptism? And why are you always just teaching about uh, not going to heaven? And why are you always just teaching about um, the Godhead? Because a lot of people are not yet ready to move on. Jesus said, many things I have to say unto you. He said, but you're not able to bear them. Jesus could have told his disciples many more things, but they were not yet able to bear it. Huh? Uh, go to Hebrews 6 and 1. Hebrews 6 and 1. Hebrews 6 and 1 say, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God of the doctrine of baptisms and laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this will I do if God permit. He's saying that we should be understanding of this by now. I'm still teaching people about the baptism of Jesus Christ. And that's okay if you have not yet learned it. But if you have learned it, ain't nothing else to do but believe it. I'm still teaching people about the apostles later foundation in the church. The word is saying, leave the doctrines of these things. We should be able to move on from this and go to a higher level. The scriptures say, time that you ought to be teachers, you got need for one to teach you again which be the first principles and oracles of God. It's time for the people of God to grow. It's time for the people of God to move on. 
What you mean? We should be able to be a better example to the world based on our knowledge of what God expects. Based on our knowledge of who God is, we should be able to represent God in a better way. Christians ought to be able to. Divorces should not be among Christians. Going to jail and prison should not be among Christians. Abuse and molestation should not be amongst Christians. Huh? Public intoxication and drunkenness and all these things should not be amongst Christians. But because we are still stuck on the foundation of the words of God, we're not growing. We're not moving on. And guess what that means? That means you're not knowing him in a greater level. Because the more you know him, the more you owe him. And that right there will make you repent. The scriptures say the goodness of God will lead thee to repentance. Every time you see that God could have cut you off, every time you see that God could have separated you huh, by your sins, and he did not, it makes you repent. It makes you alter your ways. We should be able to, uh, he says, strong meat belong to them that are full age. We are to be to a place now where God can tell us his will and we be ready to drop everything to do it. So I want to know God, like Paul said in the book of Philippians. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I want to know God in the fellowship of his sufferings. Flesh don't like to suffer. But the more I suffer, the more I come to see God work. The more I come to see God bring me out of things. Huh? Good God Almighty. The scripture in John said that when the spirit of truth will come, it said he'll guide you into all truth. You can't get that at the surface. You got to go on. You have to grow. And the more you grow, God will reveal himself to you. There you have it. You just heard another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Ray Shot. And if you would like to hear these sessions live and in person, email me at letstalkjesus at hotmail.com. Until next time, stay blessed.